Welcome to Buffy Speak. What's, What's up? up, everybody? Listen, I don't have a cute intro this we're, time. We're um, doing great. I'm doing great. Beth is doing great. We're both thriving. Caroline has had an idea. I have had an idea. <laughs> that I've, we're not I'm going to get invigorated into. for life. I've recently decided that I'm going to become a small business owner. Um, mm-hmm. And that's it. It's going to be a movie theater. But I'll let, listen. In 20 years, I'll come back and I'll post on this. Y'all will know. I'll post on this podcast. For the first time in 20 years, and I'll tell y'all all about it and where you can come and see me. But I'm going to run a movie theater <laughs> one day when I'm, like, 50. That sounds good. Or I guess I'll be 40 in 20 years. That'll be good. 42. It's going to be cool. I bet it'll happen sooner we'll than see. that. We'll see. We'll see. But that's just my onion. I've got a lot to do before I settle down and start a business and all that stuff. But anyway, enough about me. <laughs> um, what else? What else was there to do? Oh, do you want to buy... Let's just start off strong. Beth is going to be in Los Angeles. I next am. Weekend. I'm leaving so soon. Next weekend, she's going to be at Weedon Con in Los Angeles. I am so and she's excited. speaking on a panel. It's her and a bunch of other awesome Buffy podcasters. You can find out some more information on it. We have we have a link on the website. Great. That has information about all the podcasting people. I have my own page as a guest, <gasps> which is surreal. Wow. She's made it. We're all so proud. I'm a guest. Uh, yeah, and I'm finally a guest. What else is going on? I've got a new course. Just call for me my... Dan Stevens. It's what? Just, just, just call me Dan Stevens. It's a, it's a deep cut. Don't, don't worry about Who it. Who is Dan Stevens? He's Legion. He's the Beast in the recent terrible remake of Beauty and the Beast. He's uh, oh my, he's Matthew Crowley. Oh, no way. No way. He, that He's guy? Matthew. Yeah, first of all, love Matthew Crowley. You're talking to uh, a Downton Abbey fan over here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that dude. Who's Legion? Uh, he's in Legion. He's in he's Legion. He's in the show oh, Legion. Okay. Um, he is Legion. <laughs> So that's not Matthew Crowley. Matthew Crowley. Matthew Crowley. Crowley, Crowley is Crowley is what I meant. Crowley in any case. is the demon from Supernatural. Oh, that's no. what we are saying wrong. Oh, no. Crowley and Crowley are very similar, though. So it's an understanding. Oh, it's seeped into my subconscious. There's no egg on your face I, for this mistake. I've never watched one single episode of Supernatural. Okay, well, first of all, you missed out. It's not good. Never. It's been tainted now. There's too much around it. The aura is clouded. Caroline used to really love Supernatural. You missed out. You, there was an opportunity, and you've missed it. I just want you to know that. I want you to sit with it. Supernatural was good, okay? There was a point in time, and I'll stand. I'll de- I'll defend that to my grave. I swear. I I would never fight you because I don't have the ground to stand yeah. on. I don't have I don't have you're a in, dog in this you're fight. In quicksand. All right. Anyway, anyway. Let's talk. Let's talk about the episode. Okay, it's... We watched Buffy We did. It's season six. It's episode five. What is it called? Life Serial. It's called Life Serial. Um, why? We don't know. We're not sure. It's because, like, I read... I read some... I read some things. Okay. Um, it's because, like... I think the, the, the general consensus is that, A, it's a pun, but, B, um... It's, like, serially... She's learning serially how to deal with, like, 
all these different, like, aspects of being alive again. Like, going back to school, going into the workforce, going into retail. And then... All this stuff. She's with some demons as well, at some point. Yeah, and then, like, how she doesn't fit into, like... She doesn't fit in anywhere, basically, is the point of this episode. Okay, that's fine. I, personally, was so grateful for a break. I, um... This is a pretty light episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it doesn't... Like, it doesn't ignore problems. It just eases off of them a little bit. And so I was... Because I was even actually procrastinating watching this because I was like, if I watch this and then I have to wait to talk about it, I'm going to lose my mind. But it was a light episode, and Mm so I was okay. I was able to contain myself until we started recording. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the gist... It's kind of... Would you say it's a filler? Tell me the gist. Hold on. I'll get to the gist. Um, (laughs) Would you say it's a... I guess it's not a filler because it's still... The th- the trio, the nerds. Yeah, um, it's kind of like, so after introducing them in the last episode, it's kind of like, let's get to know these losers okay. more than we already have. But also, I mean, like, at the end of the episode, you know, we get the whole, uh, oh, Giles, I'm so glad you're never going to leave. Yeah. And then that look on his face that he's like, oh, he is that what you think? Yeah, um, which is crappy. Um, but also, okay. So, <sighs> and shout out to I. I read um, reading up in my in my book in my myth, metaphor, and morality book. Um, you know it. You love it. <laughs> it it um, it made a good point of how. So it's just each section is showing how like differently and how like how she's not adjusting like and how she how her life right now is kind of just like very so like okay so let's start let's go chronologically so like she goes to school right she goes back to school because Giles asks her in the beginning of the episode like what you gonna do and she's like oh uh because you know she her mind's you know, as as they say in the rap game, you know, her mind's on her money and her money's on uh-huh. her mind. And, uh, so she, um, she's like, oh, I'm gonna pay, you know, if I, if I... She says, if I, if I hold off on paying the plumber, then I can pay this bill first, and then I'll just pay the plumber late, but he'll get paid eventually, so that's fine. And they stop her, and they're like, no, we didn't mean with the bills, we meant... Like, what's your plan? Like, what are you going to... With your whole deal. Yeah, like, what are you going to spend your time doing? And she doesn't know, and so she was like, well, I was going to go back to school, but... I mean, she's just going back because she thinks she's supposed to. Supposed to, but she's not... She's never... She's never liked it. As far as we've seen... She's never particularly enjoyed it. Yeah, it's never been like, oh, if only I had more time to study. It's, you know... I think Buffy would be the kind of person who would greatly benefit from, A, community college. Yeah. But, B, um, just taking classes when you want to gain a skill or when you want to learn something. Like, she's, um, she really likes, like, she says she really likes poetry and stuff. But you don't need to take a full class load to take a poetry class. You don't even need to take a, like, you could just watch some YouTube videos. Or, like, sign up, like, pay $20 and, like... 
get a class online. You know what I mean? Like, like this is the kind of education I feel. I feel like someone like Buffy would benefit from. Well, she also just has. Well, first of all, she's not ever going to have a career. Right. She and can't. she There's no way. says that to. So the second first she goes back to school, the second thing she does is she tries to get like a like a blue collar job and um xander takes her to a Mm -hmm. construction site and while she's there she's talking to somebody and she says i want a career you know something i can really grow into and yeah um i just don't yeah i'm still you know sometimes i'm just like how have you not gotten it because we've gotten it we've accepted you can't have a job yeah and maybe maybe it's just her dealing with that like maybe it's just not an easy maybe it's an easier thing for us to accept when we're not watching it happen or or like when it's happening to you you know it's so different and i've said this but it just sucks that the council doesn't give her any stipend or any money or anything like that she can't like i mean like i feel like there should be like a bylaw that's like if a slayer lives past the age of 20 yeah if a slayer we should give them like thirty thousand dollars if a, a slayer or something beca- like, that. like some for whatever reason becomes what is it like a soul independent or whatever there's right, a tax yeah. term for it uh i don't know it but i guess head of the household sure, or something like sure. that like we'll we'll talk to our lawyers we'll come up with something <laughs> And I mean, yeah. honestly, like, if she was getting a stipend, then, like, then, like, and, like, like I, I mean, for me, I'm, it's pretty easy to be, like, dude, being the Slayer's a full-time job. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I don't know. We didn't like, touch on this last... Paid, we didn't touch on this last week. If she was getting paid for it, she would be, like, she would be, like, oh, I, like, it would be more real to her, maybe? Yeah, absolutely. And... What didn't we touch on last week? Uh, the fact that Anya brought up, like, charging people to, uh, save their lives, which I don't think that's necessarily a good idea, but I think the people who want her to be the slayer, you know, who want her to, like, you know, I feel like they should be paying her something. Yeah, like, people who know that she's the slayer? Yeah, I just, the council, honestly, just the council should be paying her money. Right. It's annoying that they don't. They pay Giles. They pay Giles. They pay the Watcher and not the Slayer. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's a sexism thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, unequal pay. Is what that is. Truly, for a much harder job, in my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. <sighs> wow, that was a lot to unpack. Um, so <laughs> yeah, so she does. Okay, so she's like she's sitting at the dinner table and she's like, "Well, I always thought I'd go back to school, but." I missed registration because I was dead, and it's too early for me to sign up for next semester, and so Tara and Willow are like, well, why don't you come to class with us and just audit classes until until it's time to sign up, because then you'll know what you want to take, right? Mm -hmm. And so she's like, okay, I'll audit classes, and so she goes to the class, and then she's caught up in this spiral because she feels stupid all over again. Yeah, Willow takes her to a sociology class, which is, I mean, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. I have two degrees, two whole, and I have taken philosophy, and I have taken psychology, and I've taken sociology, and I've taken anthropology, all of the ologies, and nobody talks like that. 
I have to I have to let people know that nobody even in a even in a college level sociology class, nobody talks like the way those people were talking in that class. Um yeah, they were really I I would say the difference is the confidence level. Yeah, because exactly. I, had, I think maybe that was it. I think like maybe it was just like they were all like it's this and it's this and it's this and I'm like but do and you they know? were all raising their hands every, every every single time. Every class member, every student in that class was raising their hand, and I was like trying to participate. I, I think of that GIF that's like it's not realistic. It's just not it's, realistic. It's just not realistic, dude. Beth is Beth has been a teacher's assistant. She has taught college students. I had to like they do not raise their hands. I had to like <laughs> okay. break their arms to get them to raise them. Basically, like I would be like like I. I would be like, okay, guys, I did the thing that teachers do where I'm like, I'm literally just going to stand here looking at you <laughs> until one of you says something. Oh, my God. It's I brutal. Do that. It really is. I think, yeah, I mean, I guess that is the difference because the, you know, they were, first of all, they were all raising their hands and they all knew the answers to all of the questions. And not only that, but they were reciting like perfect textbook definitions of it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in reality, it's much more like, um, is it like this? And the teacher's like, yeah, kind of. It's like that plus this. And uh, yeah, like it's much more relaxed mm-hmm. and uh but yeah Buffy's like what is this academic decathlon and she just can't take it and so then she I can't stand it when she goes into her like well I'm just not smart thing She's... I'm like shut the fuck up <laughs> do you what are you talking about young lady it makes me so upset but she's so she's on the campus and then somebody i.e. Warren Runs into her and drops like a magnet a weird on her thing. They called it an inhibitor, mm-hmm. but it's like magnetic. And he pins it to her, and then he runs off. And then, oh yeah, we skipped that. So they've got a van now. The nerds yeah. do, and it's all decked out, and they've got all this tech equipment in it, and uh, surveillance cameras and stuff like that. And they're just using it. Their plan is to test Buffy in different ways and try to figure out some weaknesses of hers and use that to mm-hmm. destroy her, question mark? Destroy. Mm-hmm. They more wanted to date her, if anything. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they're driving around. He runs back to the van, and he's like, all right, the, the inhibitor's on her. And they turn it down, and then she just, like, stops experiencing time in real time. Like, everything starts speeding up around her, and she's Mm -hmm. still moving at, quote-unquote, like, normal speed. Yeah, which represents how she feels, like, in a college classroom. Like, how she feels like she can't keep up. Yeah, it's, um, now that you pointed it out that it's a metaphor it's pretty heavy-handed it's a metaphor um yeah it's just like everybody else is speeding around her and leaving her in the dust and she doesn't know what's going on but anyway she eventually Mm -hmm. figures out that the thing is on her and picks it up and she's looking at it and then the nerds hit a button and it Mm self-destructs so she doesn't get to see what it is or take it to willow or anything um, which is just as well because i'm not sure they could have explained the science behind that if willow would have dissected it Mm -hmm. but uh then what? So then after that, okay, so then they're like, well, let's get a job. So she goes with Xander to work at the construction site, and everybody's being sexist towards yeah. her. It's not fun. They and call her Gidget. They call her Gidget, and they call her Brittany. And she's like, it's Buffy. 
and <laughs> um, and then they're like they're like we'll put her on hauling duty if she thinks that she can carry stuff and she's just picking up all the steel beams with no problem at all and it's like where do you want these and she's just tossing them around she might as well be pole vaulting with them honestly <laughs> but uh, and, then, and then they're like we get paid by the hour why don't you slow down it's like yeah they told her she's doing too good of a job mm-hmm. i guess so they're just they're just hassling her you know everybody's mad at you because you're you Mm-hmm. You know when that happens? It's like, that's all that's happening here. Yeah. But the nerds are there. They pull up in the van, and they're watching her, and they... Oh, yeah. What's his name? Andrew? Andrew! Andrew plays a pan flute, and three monsters come from God <laughs> knows where and begin attacking Buffy on the job, and she knocks down a couple walls and ruins some construction, but she kills them, but what she has to do, what she when she kills them, they turn into they melt, they disappear. Yeah, so she doesn't they have, melt into the ground. Yeah, she didn't have any proof except for one other guy in the room who was like getting attacked by them, and he won't vouch for her. I guess mm-hmm. because is it is it like a he doesn't want people to know that Buffy saved him type of thing? Is that what it he was? Knocked, she didn't she knock him out so he didn't see it. No, there was one. No, okay, there was one dude who she knocked out. Right at the beginning, because he was in the way, and right. she picked him up and, like, threw him against the wall out of the way, and he got knocked out. But there was another dude who she saved. Like, he started going after him, and then the dude was, like, curled up in a corner. And Oh, right. I think And he, then she's like, vouch for me, vouch for me, and he won't say anything. He's like, she just started acting crazy. Yeah, it's just one of those things where he doesn't want to be the one that, like, it's like... You know that believes her, yeah, yeah. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have her back. He's like, I don't know her. I don't know. Her. Even though I don't know, if I saw monsters, I would. And somebody was like, "Did you see monsters?" I would be like, "Yes." I wouldn't necessarily go around telling everybody, but if somebody asked, you know, it's right. like if you're, it's one of those things where if somebody's like, like if somebody's wearing an ugly outfit and you don't say anything, but then if they say, you "Do you complicit. like my?" Yeah, and then you they say, like, do you like my outfit? I'm going to be like, no, I think it's, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. But I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that I'm provoked. Anyway, <laughs> Xander fires Buffy. God. And she has to leave, and she doesn't get to be a construction worker anymore. And I liked it when she was a construction worker. I know. But she didn't get to, so she turns in her hard hat, and she leaves. And um, then she's working at the magic shop. Yep, and they, what they do there uh, This is, is a whole whirlwind. I couldn't even talk. I had to give up. I remembered what happened, and I was like, she's got to take this. I can't do it. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So each, because, okay, remember each trio nerd, nerd A, nerd B, and nerd C all have their, right, right different um, things that they do. So Warren is good with machines. So he did the uh, little time whatever mm-hmm. and uh and andrew is good at summoning demons so he summoned demons because they they made because they couldn't get aladdin they couldn't get the guy who set the dogs on the prom um you remember that, that was yeah i do ago. i do yeah and buffy um, was 
Wait, whoa. Is that the prom where, like, That's she cl- and Angel had, like, yeah. one last they dance? Have, they have a oh dance. Oh, my God. And then that she gets feels named, like years ago. She gets named class protector. Right. Oh, wow. That was great. It was great. By and Jonathan. You know who gave it to her? Jonathan! Who's abandoned her. Ugh. At the burning stake. So, um... I'll never forgive him. I will never forgive him. He better die this season because I'm <laughs> never going to forgive him. Um, so... So, John... Uh, Andrew's good at summoning demons. His brother's the one who stick the dogs Except the on the dogs. Palm. Right. And then, what's Jonathan good at? Jonathan's good at spells. Okay. He's good at um, magic. So, oh, that's right. Okay, so Jonathan, he puts together... A spell. A spell. I'm not sure how that's super different from summoning demons. I I, I mean, guess it's more enchantments and stuff like that. Yeah, I think summoning demons is more like maybe it's essentialist of me to be assuming. I'm assuming that magic is magic. Maybe there are different sure, kinds. Yeah, there's got to be much more to it. But in, in the magicians, there's. Different classes, like, different different schools of magic that you can study. Okay. So maybe it's, like, demonology, and then, demonology. like... Demonology. Did you take that one? That's an ology. <laughs> I did take demonology oh, in undergrad. Um, that's right. how I learned how to deal with all the frat boys. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Look at that. Wow. Um, I can't believe you. So, um... So, um... So they're so all good at their different things... And we get to Jonathan, and Jonathan does a spell that it's she's caught in a time loop until she can satisfy this customer who seemingly cannot be satisfied. So Well, she wants the mummy hand. Okay, so this customer comes in and wants a mummy hand for, again, God knows what. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buffy goes downstairs to get it, and the hand like keeps trying to attack her. Yeah. And at first I thought the spell had enchanted the hand. Right. But it's not what happened. So she just can't every she keeps having to like kill this hand to give it to the woman and at that she's pissed because at that point like who needs a dead mummy hand as if it's not already dead? But whatever, she mm-hmm. um she's just getting madder and madder every time. And eventually Buffy uh, figures it out by special ordering one in. So instead of Buffy having to actually like pick up the hand for her and box it up and give it to her, she just mails it to the lady's house. Um, which like I'm not sure what's going to happen to that woman when she opens the box of the yeah. mummy. Like, is that woman going to die? Is that just like not Buffy's problem? Well, it happens like I mean I don't know. It happens that one time where. <laughs> It, like, tries to choke her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it happens once. But I don't know if it was, like, just that mummy hand or um, what. Right. But uh, so but it, she solves it, right? Yeah, it happens over and okay. over again. And there's some pretty good, uh, like Caroline said, this is a bit of a lighter episode. Um, there's some good humor in this bit. Like, once Buffy kind of gets a hold of the loops, she... Uh, she kind of starts messing with everything because she knows it's not going to work. And, uh... <laughs> she she, like, she one grabs Giles' glasses and, and throws them on the ground. And stomps them on the ground. And there's yeah. one where she just stands there crying. 
Oh yeah, that was funny. It was well. It was well cut. Yeah, there's one where she, um, <laughs> like, so init- so she keeps like, so initially she's like, you know, this woman's like, I want a mummy hand, and she's like, oh, I saw one downstairs, and um, uh, and then um, so. The mummy hand tries to kill Buffy. She stabs it. She tries to give it to her. And she's like, this won't do. And she's like, okay, fine. I mean, like, I don't know what to tell you. And then it resets because she's not satisfied. And eventually she's just like, mummy hand, right? And the lady's like, uh. And she's like, got it. And like, Yeah. And this one guy wants a romantic candle. And the two flavors they have is like lemon seduction and uh, essence of essence of slug. Yeah. And so she she just in like every arc or every loop. I say I say arc. I'm thinking too much like Taz, but in every yeah. loop um she throws the candle at him basically. She's like She's just throwing it and she's throwing it harder and harder. Yeah, and um, Poor guy. He doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't. He just wants to have a sexy night with his partner. I know. Um So uh Hey, wait. What did so she goes, you said that each one was a metaphor, so what would you say is the metaphor for the construction? The construction one, test. I, this is a little, this is a little, um, ish, but like, like the monsters were like the men who were treating her like with sexism and misogyny, and I am not sure that that's right, um, but you know, it, it could be like the monsters that you face in a male-dominated field or whatever. I don't, I don't really know, but um, yeah, I mean, that's a, it. Could also just be, uh, you know, that dude kind of bails on her, and like, there's another example of her just like giving her all, mm-hmm. and then somebody just pulling the rug out from under her. You know, it's like she did all this work um, to defeat Glory, and she won. She really did win. Mm-hmm. And then she got dragged back out into yeah. it, um, and the battle wasn't over. And, yeah, there's just been, like, kind of one thing after another. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, the town, you know, like, Jonathan, like, she saved Jonathan's life how many times, and now he's how many the big times? bad. I don't even, I bet they were just like, you know who should have more screen time? Jonathan. But they're not going to make him part of the Scooby gang. He'd be obnoxious. He's not helpful. That's the thing. They were like, he can't help Buffy. So let's make him the villain. Mm-hmm. I bet that's what happened. Because I don't believe that this is true to Jonathan. I mean, I guess it has to be true to his character. I'll see. I'll see how I we'll feel. See. We're very well, early in the, did that in the season. Thing in season four. Yeah, I forgot that he had that guy. He was the big bad for an episode. Yikes. Um, oh, Jonathan, when will ye learn? I know. Ugh. <sighs> so, yeah, okay, so anyway, then the last one The last is... one, they do mail to, like, they do, like, buy online, pick up in store kind of thing. Um, only they ship it to her. So, uh, they... Yeah, but the metaphor, what is that? Is that just, it's like... It's like the monotony of... Just the monotony of retail, the monotony of working, which I can verify, having just gotten off of a seven-hour shift in retail. Yeah, I worked uh, retail. I went back to that seasonal job at the bookstore just for two days, Mm -hmm. and it gets to the point where, like, you've been checking people out so much that you accidentally, and you have, like, this list of questions in your head that you ask them, right? Mm -hmm. So I I was working at a textbook store. 
So I was like, how's your semester? Oh, yeah, did you make it out alive? And I made that joke to every single person that came to my register. Mm-hmm. And um, Or, like, if they'd return a book and it was still in the shrink wrap, I'd be like, see, you got a lot of use out of this one. <laughs> and do the same thing. And it got to a point where once, once during one of the days, I repeated a joke to the same customer <laughs> and I was like I was like glad you made it out alive and he went like yeah haha but like with the tone of somebody who like you clearly just said that to mm-hmm. so um yeah like it's just one of those things that I don't know is it with retail or is it like her everyday life yeah or, I think also it might just be like how she feels like going Going through the motions, which is the name of a song in the musical episode. Wow. Um, but it's also like, there's also like key elements like Giles coming over and saying something that's like kind of wise, but also like not super helpful. And then he doesn't listen to her. And then whenever whatever she says in return, he like doesn't. He's like, yeah, yeah. Take it. He goes, yes, yes, oh, quite. And he it's walks like, away yes, and course. says that no matter what she says. Um, yeah, so maybe, I don't know. Who's to say? Is it us? It's us. It must be. <laughs> We've got these microphones in front of us. But, yeah, so that's it. She finishes it eventually and breaks the loop. And uh, the nerds are also, like, scoring each other, like, ranking yeah, each other. so Warren got tests. 220. Um, and they never say know. exactly what Jonathan, or um, Andrew got. Yeah. But his, um, but, but Warren won. Um. Yeah. So, that's gross. They're gross. Yeah, it is. Um. So, wasn't there one, yeah, okay, so after she finally breaks the spell, or whatever, yeah, it is a spell, so she breaks the spell, and she goes and she hangs out with Spike, and I think we're getting close to you think you think we are i think we're getting close to a kiss um one single really, kiss i think we've earned it or we're we're close we're close to earning it maybe but there's just a lot of the way close-ups that he that looks at her lo- is looking at her yeah um there's a lot of close-ups of him looking at her and they're just really and I mean, obviously, she's seeing it too. Like mm-hmm. she's seeing the way that he's looking at him. She says, "She says the only way, the only person I can stand to be around is a yeah. neutered vampire." Yeah, she and does say that this episode. Poker. We meet Clem this episode. Who's Clem? You don't. He, I guess he doesn't say his name. The loose skin demon at the poker game. Ew! Fuck that guy. I like Clem. <laughs> No, he was gross. I did not like him. I like Clem. <laughs> oh my god. Is this really going to be what drives this podcast apart? Yeah. Clem. Clem. You're going to throw it all away for Clem? <laughs> I like him. You'll he like him too. To- You'll come around. No, I doubt it. Uh, so, okay. Anyway, so she goes and she's hanging out with Spike and they're drinking. And he says he's going to talk he's gonna find out what's happening to her because she's very confused she doesn't understand why all this is happening and nobody else knows why either um yeah so uh 
he says, let's go talk to some demons, and he's like, they'll know what's going on. Which I'm not sure that they would, I guess. I mean, the only demon that's interacted with them is the one that they kill and flooded. Mm -hmm. So I don't see how he would have, like, spread any news. Right. So, I don't know. But anyway, it's worth a shot, right? So, oh, that's another thing. So Spike is talking to her about how... Um, she's saying, I can't work retail, I can't go to college, I'm just stupid, and she's drinking, and she's drinking whiskey, and, um, and he says, of course that stuff's not gonna work for you, cause you're not like everybody else, and he says, you're a creature of darkness like me, mm-hmm. try on my world. Yeah. Which is a, a hint, <laughs> I would say. He's like, he's like, give me a shot, give me a shot, please, please give me a shot. Um, but yeah, so they go Settle oh, for me. One thing I don't like about this episode is that every time Buffy takes a drink of straight oh, liquor, like, she, goes, she goes she goes <laughs> and she like shakes and she sticks her tongue out and Spike seems to think that it's cute. Yeah. And it is not. <laughs> it w- it's cute once or twice. It was cute the first time. It yeah. was not cute the eighth time. I don't think you would do that after... I've never been drunk, so can't confirm. But I don't think it tastes You've never bad. been drunk? No, I, I haven't. I know you've drank. You've had alcohol. I have had alcohol. I think the you've most I've ever been, been is tipsy. All right. I've never been drunk. I've got a very different relationship with alcohol. I'll tell you that. Um, but um, I, I don't no, think... you don't. When you're drunk, as she clearly is, you don't taste it anymore, right? It's just like... At, at a certain point, you get used to it, yeah. Like and, and so, like, she's like, oh, it's gross. And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, it is, objectively. It's disgusting. But you're already wasted. Yeah, well, it's also, I mean, the taste is, it's kind of like, like, okay, if you brush your teeth and then you drink orange juice, you know the first taste is, it's, the first taste is really bad. The fourth or fifth taste, it's like, yeah, this is, I'm just drinking orange juice at Mm -hmm. this point. That's kind of, that's kind of what it's like. But, yeah, so she's doing, she's just taking all these shots and they run out of alcohol and so she, he's like, let's go to this demon bar and talk to some demon guys and she's like is there drinks there and he's like yeah so he goes there she's drinking straight out of the bottle yeah um and i'm not sure if they've like kind of cleared up if she's got because she's has she been drunk before yeah and beer bad and beer bad but that was enchanted that was yeah that's true I was um, wondering if she had like hyper metabolism because she's she a ha- no she has to have like so okay, she has to have drink thinking. like you know like fifty proof liquor or something like yeah. that to get drunk. Yeah. So um, yeah. So she's like chugging out of the bottle, and then Spike takes her to the back, and there's all these demons playing poker with kittens, mm-hmm. which they don't really explain. It's kind of like you're yeah, they're they like never- you know what would be funny, right? And so that's they. They're like, all right, who's gonna give me a tabby so I can ante up? And yeah. uh, the, they're adorable. They're mm. really cute. Like Clem, he's cute. <sighs> You're really testing me. I'm man. trying you. 
Um, so, so, okay, so she goes back there, and they're playing poker, and they're trying to, like, shoot the shit and um, talk to him, and Buffy wants to beat him up, and Spike is telling her to, like, be cool, and, you know, they'll get more information if they talk and be friends with them than if they beat the shit out of them. And, uh, but eventually she gets mad because Spike is cheating at the game, and then while the other two, the other players are accusing him of cheating, it's found out that they're all cheating as well, and so Spike just, they say, leave your winnings and get out. I know, it's so weird. Spike doesn't get to keep any of the kittens (sighs) that he won, fair and square. Um, so they... So Buffy, like, storms out. She's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of hanging out back here. And I get it. She's just sitting back there watching Spike play poker. Yeah. That's like that's like when you see those poor girls who are, like, at a sports bar yeah, with their boyfriend. Like, and their boyfriends haven't talked to them in, like, two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And they don't know anybody else there. Like, that's what she looks like. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so she runs out and she's mad all over again because it's just another... She, like, she had hopes, you know, and I guess she kind of gets into it. She says, the only person I could stand around to be around is you, and I was expecting you to bring me here and make it all better. Yeah, and, and she's, like, she's like, and it's not. And and she, it's, I had a, I had a place I was going with that, and I, I don't anymore. I mean, she's, <laughs> the train, it's gone. It stopped. You know when, like, people are like, oh, I lost my train of thought, and it's like, it just disappears into thin air. Where did it go? Like, it doesn't... It's not like you get distracted and you go off track or whatever. It's like, it's just gone. Yeah. I've never... It's like I've never driven a train before in my life. Um, and let me but, tell you, I've driven a train or two. <laughs> I drive trains all the time. I've driven a train or two in my time, believe you me. Uh, so, okay, yeah. So she comes out and she's just really mad because she was expecting... She's fed up. Yeah. I guess. Who can blame her? Who can I blame her? I don't. And so he's, she's screaming at him about how he's neutered and about she doesn't have any fucking friends and she can't talk to him. And um, and then she's like, that van. Oh, and yeah. So, no, she runs outside and then Spike is chasing after her and he runs right into her uh, because she didn't, he thought she was going to run off and she didn't. She walked out and she stopped right there and she was like, that van, it was outside of the construction site. Oh, yeah, and the van also plays the Star Wars theme when oh you honk the horn. Because he, because Andrew was going to paint the Death Star on the side of the van and then they were like, mm, let's tone it down a little. And so he's like, okay, lose the painting, keep the Imperial March or whatever. That's, that's on. not the, no, the Imperial March is Darth Vader's dun, theme. Dun, where dun, he goes, dun, 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 dun. So what was... It's just like the da 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 da. Oh, so it's just the intro theme. Yeah, it's a theme song. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So she goes out there and she sees the van. She stops. She's staring at it. Spike comes out and she's like, "Let's go check it out." And they're walking towards yeah, it. And, and there's a great. The nerds are like, like "She's coming." Van. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm all for vehicle theft, but not now." Yeah, he's like, "We've got the motorcycle." Yeah. Um. My roommate and I, we have this theory that if you own a motorcycle, you're an automatic five. Ooh. And, and no you can matter only go up from there? Yeah, you can only go up from there. And the only thing that takes you down, like, below a five, is ethical issues mm-hmm. such as sexism and racism and homophobia ah. and all that stuff. So, but that's the only reason that you would become less ugly. So if you're, listen, if you are a young person who is struggling to become a five... 
get a motorcycle. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And be a good person so that you can't get, you can't dock points. Um, anyway, so yeah, so she's walking towards it and because they've got the van all rigged up with security cameras, they see her coming and they're like, do something, do something, well, do something. they're arguing about the bonds. Yeah, I didn't, I've never seen a James Bond movie in Me my life. Neither. I was like, I was like, when is this going to be over? When like, are we going to end this? I don't know who they thought their audience was. I guess James Bond. Joss Whedon is their audience. Is, did James Bond used to be more, I don't know, Skyfall was a huge deal. I mean. Right? Yeah, James Bond has always been like huge. I don't give a fuck really. Me neither. I'm I don't like, care. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I don't care. People were like, he was the best Bond, and he was the best Bond villain. That, that was, like, all that they talked about. That's the reason they had surveillance cameras and everything, but the reason that they lost her is because they were arguing about James Bond. Yeah. Which is the so, reason anyway. I will never watch James Bond. Yeah, it is. Um, the demographic, it's not, I'm not in it. That's all I can tell you. Uh, so, yeah, so she, okay, so they panic. They're like, we have to do something, and then a demon walks out from behind oh the car gosh. he's like you caught me and he's like you found me i am the demon something 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 and then buffy very drunkenly tries to fight him she misses a couple of swings but then she kicks him in the chest and she falls backwards she can't keep her balance but the demon just like crumples and he's like i'm going back to he's like i call on my misty portal and then he throws down a smoke bomb and we see the demon clearly run, run away, away behind the smoke but the smoke clears and Buffy's like did you see that he exploded (laughs) and Spike is like I know I've never seen a demon like that before and um and then back our our boys are our boys are 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 cute but they're dumb yeah they are um and then back inside the van uh, is the demon, and then Jonathan, it, like, it turns into Jonathan or something like that. And mm-hmm. he's like, ow! And his stomach is really hurt because Buffy kicked him. <laughs> and, uh, but Buffy leaves. She does leave them alone. And, oh, because she gets sick. That's yeah. what it is. That There's another reason I think we're getting a kiss soon, because they were positioned close enough for a kiss. Mm-hmm. And he was looking at her like he wanted to kiss her. And they were drunk. Mm-hmm. And so there was a split second of like, oh, are they going to kiss? But then I, Buffy gets sick. I was thinking that too. I was thinking if I had never seen okay. this show, I would have thought that this would have been the time. Yeah. So that's another one. That's another reason I know it's coming up soon. I've got faith. So, um, no, just kidding. No, I don't. She no, left a long time ago. She, she gone. <laughs> she's long gone. Um, so... Yeah, so she gets sick, and uh, I guess the next thing you know, she's in her house with Giles, so it's kind of assumed that Spike dropped her off. Mm-hmm. And uh, Giles is, like, giving her some water, and he's, she says, Giles, I'm screwing up, and he's like, somebody's messing with you, Buffy. That's not you screwing up. Like, yeah. somebody is deliberately causing you problems. It's mm-hmm. not like, yeah, and, uh, and he's also just being like, you don't need to figure everything out at one time. Like, you don't have to go back at school, or you don't have to, like, figure the finance stuff out before you go back to school. Mm-hmm. And then once you're back in school, decide where you want to go with your career. Like, it's fine. Like, it's not... She, I, I understand. She just feels like she doesn't have any answers mm-hmm. right now. Um, and there's so many questions. 
And, uh, yeah, but he's really, I mean, you know Giles. He just builds her up, and he gives her some money. He gives her, oh, I, in my book, in my, med, whatever, myth, metaphor, morality book, mm-hmm. um, it's a check, it says it's a check for $10,000. That's a lot of money. Where did Giles get all that money? I mean, he is, uh, grown-ups have savings. I guess. Yeah. Uh, can't relate, um... But, uh, so he gives her ten, he gives her $10,000, and she's very, uh, affected by it. She, um, because Giles is the only, Giles and Spike are the only people who are treating her like human beings. Um, although in this yeah. episode, um, Willow and all of the rest of them were a little better this episode yeah. than last episode. They, they're getting, they're chilling out a little bit, and they're also, like, this episode's, like, funny, Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely, it's the funniest one we've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're kind of, like, laughing at her. Like, um, Xander is talking to her about, like, if you think somebody's messing with you, you should go to the magic shop and do this and do that. And mm-hmm. she says, you're firing me, aren't you? And he says, oh, big time. You know, whereas, like, if they were still being, you know, putting her in bubble wrap before she leaves the house, then, uh, you know, they would have been, like, like, he would have vouched for her and, like, tried to not get her fired. and. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So, yeah, they are being more, a little more realistic. But, um, yeah, so Giles gives her the money, and she's really touched, and she's like, I don't know how to say this, but it kind of feels like I have my mom back. Mm -hmm. And he says, so in this situation, I'm your mom, and she says, well, do you want to be my, like, my absent father? Yeah. And he says, is there a rakish uncle? (laughs) And, uh, which I'm not sure what rakish means. I bet it means adorable. Yeah, it means, like, scrappy. Kind of. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, and I mean, that is what Giles is. Like, he's... I don't know. I mean, you know, like, you have... Uh, especially, like, I always hear it in um, Spanish culture where you have, like, just really close family friends that you call, like, Tio and Tia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's a sweet moment. It's nice. And she gets up and she's like... Smart, jaunty, dashing. Smart dog. I knew it was dashing. I knew it was handsome. I love Giles. If I knew Giles, I'd be all over that. Yeah. I've got a little bit of a type. But (laughs) I've got a few different types. Me too. Quite a few, I'd say. But the thing is, is that they're very consistent. So it's like I've got a lot of options, but if you fit anywhere near the box, I'm like, you're in. One of them, one of my types is, is like the. And the other type is, like, Andrew Garfield. Wait. Yeah, like... Oh my god, I can't believe you just dropped his full name on our podcast. I'm going to bleep it out. Okay. I'm gonna bleep... I'm gonna bleep all of his name out because he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, he doesn't. Also, (laughs) nobody would know who that is. Anyway, you might... At this point, you might as well cut this all out. Um... (laughs) Anyway, what are you saying? I don't know. Oh, Giles is super sweet. Oh, yeah, this is the very end of the episode. Buffy turns to him and she says, this makes me feel safe to know that that you'll you'll always always be be there. Yeah, and And he he, uh, looks exasperated. He's like, oh, no. Um, Because I guess... I mean, yeah, I mean, I've been concerned because it still says special guest Anthony Stewart Head. Anthony Stewart Head. As if he's not the backbone of this television show. As if he wasn't the one coming down those library stairs saying, 
in every generation. Yeah, as if as if he didn't raise Buffy with his own two hands. Mm-hmm. Um, well, technically Willow did. If she didn't, it, I guess. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's dying. I hope. I mean, I guess he's not sick. Because they already did the sick thing where her mom was I sick. don't think they would do that again. Yeah. Um, if they hadn't already done that, I would think that he was sick. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess he just wants to leave. I guess he's just over it. He's like... I mean, she is a grown-up. Yeah. I mean, like, I think he's just like... He's still... She still definitely needs him, though. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the dilemma. I guess that's the whole point here is that she needs him and he doesn't want to be there but he also wants to provide for her i guess that's the whole i guess that's yeah. what that whole facial expression was about at the end <laughs> of the episode um i'm already upset about it honestly if i think too much if i think too much about it i'm just like this is the day i've been dreading giles no i don't understand what he's just not going to be in the sixth season i mean the seventh season because this is the sixth season but what like what what the fuck i don't know She's just sitting there smiling at me. At this point, it's a one-sided conversation. Um, Listen. Listen. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, so that's the end. That's uh, that's it. And she leaves, and she has the money now to take care of finances, which is going to be a huge weight off her back. Mm -hmm. A huge huge load blown, if you will. And um, I just came up with that, but I'm definitely going to start saying... Yeah. Uh, a lot of cash, more like. Ay. Anyway, that's the end. Who knows what'll come next. I'm definitely intrigued. I feel well set up. I feel well informed. Mm-hmm. And I also feel rejuvenated because I was being, my life force was being drained out of me. <laughs> the first four episodes of season six. I was in distress at all times. Um, whereas this one was pretty fun. Can relate. So, I'll give it an 8, because it was good. It had good characterization. Nobody annoyed me like they normally do. And um, we got some good characterization in the villains. Mm -hmm. And we got some good Spike moments. And we got some good Giles moments. And there's nothing else else that I could uh, ask of them, except... um, I don't know. So, I guess that maybe that should... No, no, no. It wasn't special. It wasn't special. Mm-hmm. That's why it gets an eight. It was well done, but it wasn't special. That's I'm, it. I was going to give it a seven and a half, but I'm going to give it an eight because... That's nice of you. The, the, um, the, spike, the spike scenes really bumped it up for me. He said, you're a creature of darkness like me. Oh, God. That's what he says. <laughs> anyway. His smile, um, his smile when he looks at her... It kind of makes me want to throw up. I'm like, men don't look at women like that. They do when it's true. Don't trust. No, they don't. Period. I don't believe it, and I refuse to believe it. I've been recently scarred, everybody. (laughs) Listeners. (laughs) I've been recently wounded, and I won't recover for some time. You will. I'm fine, though. You'll be fine. Um, I'm fine as long as every man gives me a ten-foot radius. That's what I need. (laughs) In order to heal properly. Cool. Uh, yeah, okay, so, um, before we do a Mad Lib, let's, oh, uh, yeah. let's <laughs> do the thing, um, 
Okay, one last time before I'm actually there. I'm going to be at Weedon Con on Sun Saturday, the nineteenth. Sun Saturday. Sun Saturday, the nineteenth at two p.m. Uh, on a Buffy podcasting panel. Um, you can get tickets at WeedonCon.com. You can come and talk to me, please. I would love it if you would. Please. Um, Please do. I'm the only person that ever talks to her. I know. I I sit in a box until we record these shows. Yeah. <laughs> I come I out. tap on it. I say, you ready to come out? <laughs> ready to talk? It's time to record. I have I have all of the um, Buffy, I'll, all of the seasons of Buffy on uh, Laserdisc. Laserdisc? And, I, and that's how I watch that's how I watch it. Oh my god. Okay, everybody. That's it for today. <laughs> Follow uh, us on Twitter at Buffy underscore speak. I can't believe you just ripped that out from under me. Hee <laughs> hee! Oh my god. I'm floored. Anyway, we're gonna do a Mad Lib, but you can turn it off if you don't want to listen to the Mad Lib. Bye! It's up to you! Okay. It's up to you. Choose your. It's Mad Lib and choose your choose own adventure. Choose your own adventure. You could end the podcast now and be unfulfilled or you could keep listening and find real meaning um okay in the mad libs in the mad libs okay all right adjective (sighs) (laughs) do you want Um, french french noun candle candle verb ending in ing Sweating. Sweating. Noun. I have a hard time with the nouns. Um, blood. 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 <laughs> Adjective. Legal. Warrior, warrior. Verb. I've had Kesha stuck in my head all day. There's worse things you could have stuck in your head. It's true. Um, verb. Yes. Scratch. Scratch. Part of the body. Knees. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I always do knees. I No, I always do knees. Um, pecs. Pecs. <laughs> Plural noun. Laser beams. I, I swear I do, just not maybe when it comes to you. Uh, verb ending in ing. Partying. Noun. I have such a hard time. I have such a hard time. Do you want me to give time. you a noun? I don't know what the Mad Lib is, so let me think of a noun. A noun? Electricity. Electricity. That's a good there one. There you go. Electricity. Okay. You're, you're a Schoolhouse Rock fan, aren't you? I am. I listened to when Three I was... is a Magic Number yesterday. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, when I was younger, I used to want Interplanet Janet tattooed on me. I love Interplanet That'd Janet. be kind of cool. I've got plenty of room on my arm. I might as well. It it goes with your with your aesthetic, too. It I does. Feel. I've just already got a spaceship on my arm, and so I need different stuff before put, I get another put Janet spaceship. beside the spaceship. What? I can't have two spaceships right next to each other. Well, Janet's crazy? not a spaceship. Are you crazy? She's part spaceship. She's Interplanet. No, at one point, Janet, she's, she's a galaxy girl. At one point, she's a spaceship in it. Oh, yeah, she is. You're right. 
She yeah, is a spaceship. She's half. That's why she's in her planet. Listen. If she wasn't a spaceship, she would just be one planet Janet. She would be intra-planet Janet. Intra-planet Janet. Um, okay, read me my Mad Lib. Verb. Don't you? Verb? Yeah. Travel. Adjective. Interplanet. Interplanet. <laughs> Verb. Oh, dang. If this was a noun, I'd say Janet. Um, another verb? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Play. Play. Animal. Cheetah. Cheetah. Okay. Let's do this thing. Let's do the dang thing. All right. Buffy isn't only... French witted, she's quick with her candle too. Here are some choice quotes. One on sensing danger. I can just tell when something's wrong. Oh, I can just tell something's wrong. My spider sense is sweating. On introducing herself, I'm Buffy, the blood slayer. Well, technically. Uh, and you are? Uh-uh, she doesn't slay blood. Not technically. The things that she slay eat blood. The blood slayer. I the slay blood. blood. Um, on vanity, I may be legal, but I'm still pretty. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes.com. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. On Cordelia. Oh, no. On the end of the world. If the apocalypse comes, scratch me. On Cordelia. Your pex is open and sound is coming from it. This is never good. On nurturing. I can't take care of laser beams. I killed my gigapet. Literally. I sat on it and it broke. Did you ever have a gigapet? No. Is that like a Tamagotchi? It's kind of like a Tamagotchi. I didn't ever have a Tamagotchi it's like It's like a great value Tamagotchi. <laughs> no, I didn't ever do the electronic thing. The first electronic pet that I had was Nintendogs. Oh, you're so young. I am, yeah. Um, on nurturing... I can't take care... Oh, I already did that. On catching her mom uh, partying out, seeing my mother frenching uh, electricity <laughs> is definitely a trip to therapy land. On her dynamic with Spike, I do travel him up a lot. For Spike, that's like third base. On love. Travel him up? Oh, it could be beat him up. Yeah, I do. That's what she tells her mom, because her mom's like, did you ever lead him on in any way? Oh, and right, 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 right. And she's like, this. I do beat him up a lot for Spike. That's like third base. On love. Uh, inner planet love is better than no love. That That is how she feels, actually. Yeah. On reasoning. More like interdimensional. Interdimensional love, yeah. I didn't, I didn't play to conclusions. I took a tiny step, and their conclusions were. On staking fewer, fewer vamps. It's not like I have all these fluffy cheetah feelings for them. I'm just not going to get extracurricular with it. So... There it is. One more Mad Lib down, everyone. We're so excited. It's so good. I'm so tired. All right. Well, then go to sleep, why don't you? Well, bye, everybody. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>